Jazz on SAFM. And a very good day to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala, and my producer, Hazel Makuzeni, welcome back to her. And our technical producer for today is Garnet Nkwenika. Our contact details are 0892 10 Email otherwise at SAFM, tweets at otherwise SAFM or at Shadotwala. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. That's what I meant. Now on the show today, how to be debt-free. It is the right time and the right month to ask that question. And we always looking for answers. That's why we've invited money psychologist and Sowetan money columnist Winigunene to dare us to have the debt-free dream and how to become a debt warrior. And as this is such a personal experience we have with money, I can't ask all the questions, so I'm inviting you to call in and ask and speak to Winnie directly on 0892-102010. But first, our lunch bite for today, which is about control. We workaholics are difficult to be around. We are hard to work with and hard to work for. Our core, from, our core form of functioning in control, we often do not know the difference between getting the job done and getting the job done well. Our belief is that if we can just control everything, we're doing our job and doing it right. Our illusion of control is killing us. We find ourselves exhausted and burned out. Unfortunately, control is costly. In trying to realize this illusion of control, we are destructive to ourselves and others. Also, in trying to maintain this illusionary control, we find our field of vision becomes more and more constricted, as do our blood vessels, and we are no longer open to new and better ideas. In fact, we're not open to any ideas at all. So the lesson for today is, when in my controlling behavior, I do unto others as I do unto myself, we all lose. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest is a professional businesswoman, a life strategist, and an internationally trained and accredited children's money coach. She studied business management at the University of Wits, attained a postgraduate qualification from GIMT, and a senior executive program at Harvard Business in Boston, USA. Uh, welcome to Winnie Gunene, and thank you very much for joining me, Winnie, and I'm hoping it is still a good time to say compliments of the season. Thank you so much to you, Shadow. Yes, and compliments of the new season to you too. Thanks. Listen, I want us all to understand how much you love us because this is what <laughs> the biggest pain we have in the country. And you, you've been a good sister. You've been a good friend. You've been a good mother because you're holding our hands and you're saying this is possible. You can be debt free. Yes. Well, thank yes, you. To those, you've got a one to, hey? I know, I know, but Winnie, I, I want us to start at the beginning, and I'm glad you you are accredited with children's money coach as well, because I think it starts at the beginning when we're little people, how we have Absolutely. a relationship, our relationship with money. Absolutely, that's where it starts, you know, preferably that's where it starts, but the reality is that it doesn't start right there as we speak now. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people with uh, mixed up credit cards. And overdraft facilities, uh, quite a few credit cards, not just one. So mm. the damage is already done right now. 
But, but, but I would have thought that had we had the right lessons as children, had the right relationship with money and learned from our parents to have a, a healthy relationship with money and not overspending and living beyond our means, that we would have learned those lessons by now so that we don't have to max out our credit cards and, and be borrowing money that we cannot afford to pay back. Am I wrong to be thinking that could have been uh, curbed at the time when we were children? Mind you, you know, you know the funniest thing, this whole thing boils down to individual choice, individual decisions. Mm. You could have two kids growing in the same household. Mm. Both those kids are going to take two different decisions. The other one is going to take good decisions that will stand in him or her in good stead in the long term, in short and long term. And you have the other one making bad decisions that are both that decision in a short term and in a long time to come. Hmm. So hmm. it boils down to a matter of choice. Sometimes you, you have parents who are bad money managers and the kids look at the the joke and the, and the drama at home and both of them are going to decide um, either one of the decisions. The other one is going to follow exactly in mommy and daddy's path. The other one will turn around and say, if this is how you want to live your life, I don't want to live my life like that. Mm-hmm. and they could take a completely different course. Does it help to inculcate good habits? Absolutely. You know, I learned from my own parents, um, they were not rich, but the, the, that money, basic money discipline, mm-hmm. the habit mm-hmm. was there. You know, the, the, the whole idea that you can wait for this cake, you can wait for this 10 rand, you can wait for your present if you want to get yourself a present, mm-hmm. you can actually wait for it. But the world is not going to end just because you did not have it today. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. then you, 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 you created this amazing uh, debt-free dream uh, 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 program. Are you able to yes. tell us about it and how it works? Because we are uh, so much in debt in South Africa. We, we, we live in debt every day. And January, yes. January becomes a time that is worse because you've, you've saved whatever you think you could and you've spent it to make sure that your Christmas and your holidays are, are, are well experienced. You spend all of it then, then you wake up to January. People have to pay fees. Uh, the credit card, as you say, is maxed. Uh, and, you, you know, you can't get that immediate uh, money loan from pep stores that you're promised on television. <laughs> yeah, you've run, out of, you've run out of friends to ask for money because that's what you've been doing. Those relationships are gone because you don't pay the money back. And you've got, yeah. of course, the, the bigger debts, you know, your mortgage and all of those kinds of things. We find ourselves, yeah. a lot of us find ourselves in denial, but we are in these situations. So how do I use the debt-free dream then? Dare I you dream? Know, yeah, well, a debt-free dream is, is basically an experience-based kind of education. You know, it's pointless to know how to do something and not do it. Mm-hmm. I can promise you there's just so many books that people can learn. There's so many courses that people can attend. Mm-hmm. And people do attend millions of courses at small fortunes, might I add, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And they learn so much and they come back and they so fire up. But I can, I can promise you that probably out of every hundred, maybe one or two will probably take the book and follow through. Mm-hmm. The rest is a nice to have and the following day, 
it will be as if they have not been through any program. Or they might even start for a few days, try something, and then fall, you know, the whole plan will just fall through. Mm. Simply because we are not focused. We, we live a busy life, and it's stressful to also be in debt. We educate and guide people in the debt-free dream on how you can get out of debt step by step. There are people who don't necessarily appreciate uh, the advice that we often um, give and they go their own way. And a couple of months down the line, they then complain that the bank took this and the bank took that. Mm. And and it's not the time to say, I told you so, you know, yeah. it's just not, not the time then. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it's an education-based experience. We and it's practical. You 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 have to do what you are able to do step by step. Okay. There's a very simple guide, but again, it is easier said than done. But because other people have been through it, I have been through it myself. It's tough. It is not easy, but it is doable. Winnie, the first thing to do, though, is to acknowledge and admit that you are in trouble and you need help. Is that not? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that truly, you've tried everything. You've tried one loan after the other and digged one hole after the other for yourself. And that basically you, you simply can't do it. That, that starts right there, Shadow. Because if you're still in denial, then, then there's no way you're going to get out of debt. And, and still hope to win the lotto. And still hope to win the lotto, which is a nice dream. <laughs> one but day is one wake day. Up from <laughs> that one day never comes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day is one day. day. <laughs> but 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 now, how then um, do you? Uh, because this to me sounds like a drug addict. Also having to admit that you you've got a drug problem before you can get help at at an Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever it is people go to, <laughs> and you then become the counselor. Am I right? What one? Spot on because you see, people. When you are at that at that level, you definitely need uh, dataholics anonymous or something yes. like that. And yes. it's a it's a nice and a slow process. And, and for me, what I've actually done is I've I've chosen people who who are in reasonable amount of debt, not too overly indebted in mm-hmm. a sense that because when you when you start giving some instructions on what needs to be done step by step, people just get discouraged and just leave mm. it. You it's insurmountable. It just looks so exactly. great. Exactly. Mm. Yes. And, but I have met also people who are hopelessly in debt. And when you just look through the debt and you find one small little debt and you then ask the person, just for this month, don't do anything major. Just pay off this 159 rand. Mm. Just don't do anything major. Just go and pay and tell the people you don't want their account again insist on the account being closed and make sure you take that card you put it in the deep freezer for me until we meet <laughs> so we can celebrate and have a credit card cutting ceremony you know what what does uh, the deep it, freezer do to the card just, <laughs> it just freezes it then it stops working <laughs> we just put it in the deep freezer or if you're in a hurry to really kill it take Scissors. Yeah. Take your time. Sit in a chair. Enjoy cutting it one piece at a time, and make mm-hmm. sure it's cut in shreds. 
Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's a psychology to that in the sense that, you know, you realize that this is the end of this debt. How exciting is that? Mm-hmm. Because it is very exciting. And it is motivating, it is inspiring, and you, you actually get encouragement that maybe things are not so bad. The mm-hmm. next month, we look at the second uh, smallest debt and see if the amount is too big, maybe let's split it into three months, you know? Let's finish that, cut it up, and enjoy the process of doing that. You have no idea how that beautiful, how beautifully that works, and it, it inspires people to continue and do what they're doing best. Okay, I'm inviting our callers, 0892102010. Winnie Gunene is a money psychologist, and we're here to assist, hopefully, in having that debt-free dream and how to become a debt warrior. And we're talking through the different uh, programs that Winnie offers, and hopefully one of them resonates with you, and uh, it's something you can apply. So that 2015 really becomes a debt-free, dream, a debt-free year for you, and you can live a better life guilt free as well so taking your calls on 0892 10 20 10 and Winnie is here talking to us but Winnie how you know if, if one is, is has the family is in debt because if it's mom and dad who are the parents and then the children get affected but even if the children are working already you find that you know the relationships are really strained within the home because certain yeah. certain certain things cannot be met certain debts cannot yeah. be met so can they work together or do you then opt for the head of the family first to not, be the one not, not at all you you have the entire squad working together mm-hmm. you know it is amazing how much and you know if especially also if you have smaller kids um you could be having teenagers involve them in the same mess tell them exactly what the situation is mm-hmm. and oftentimes these kids are seen to be demanding and we are in debt because of their demands and because of their needs and stuff like that. But when you really sit down and as a family and talk about money situation and talk about the actual current crisis that is happening now, you will be amazed to see how kids cooperate. Mm. Kids forgo so many things all in an effort to help mommy do this and help mommy or daddy do that. And they will tell you, no, please don't buy me this now. Um, It can actually wait. In fact, I don't even need it. It's amazing. They are so cooperative. Why? Because they can think. They are intelligent. So we should not necessarily be always succumbing to our children's demands. And our, our children need to wait, need to learn to wait and understand that the word patience is one valuable golden word for wealth creation mm-hmm. over time. Let's speak to Chris and Midran. Chris, hello, welcome. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you for a lovely show. Thank uh, you. I just want to, I've got two questions, actually. Uh, my first question is, I've bought a property, and is that a good debt or a bad debt, and do I need to get it free? And my second question is more of a concern to me. You know, there's a lot of credit uh, providers, not credit mm-hmm. providers, the ones that help the people in debt. Mashonisa. Yes, uh, no, no, the ones that uh, assist the people to oh, get out okay. of uh, debt review. Mm-hmm. They charge them money. Shouldn't that be a, a responsibility of government where people are in debt? They cannot afford to pay the debt, but uh, have to pay these credit people to assist them, would charge them like a 10%. I don't know how much they charge them, but charge them just to pay them, pay the debts on their behalf. 
Hmm. Two questions there. Winnie, is, is property um, wrong or right, or do we even think about it? Oh, it's Chris um, is gone. Sorry. Pro- oh, property is okay. Can you hear me, Shadow? Yes, I can. It's Chris who oh, left okay. us, yeah. Oh, okay. In, in my view, property is okay. But here's, here's my belief about it. And this is personal. I am not going to influence anybody to think like I do. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, property, the property that I live on now, and if I'm still paying my bond, for me, it is not an asset. It is a liability. Mm-hmm. Because I tell the children, an asset is something that brings money into your pocket, mm-hmm. and a liability is something that takes money away from your pocket. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, for as long as I am still paying, despite the fact that they'll tell you, the banks will tell you that it will, the value will increase or whatever, the fact of the matter is, this thing that I'm living in is not bringing money into my pocket, and therefore I treat it as a liability. Only then, when it starts uh, bringing in money, maybe I buy another property and start renting it out and it starts bringing money into my into my pocket, I will consider it an asset. Mm-hmm. Why I say that is because should I not be able to pay my bond in the next three to six months or so, guess what's going to happen? The bank is going to come knocking on my door and taking their home back. Mm-hmm. It is not mine until I have finished paying the last cent on it. So that's what I would consider an asset. Outside of that, as long as I'm still paying, no. But you're That's still in debt. One. It doesn't mean that you're not in debt while you're paying your bond. Yes, because it is debt. It is debt. Your, bo- your bond is debt. Bondage, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, just paint us a picture of being debt-free because, you know, we may be sitting here and thinking, no, I'm okay, you know, I'm debt-free. But when are you finally debt-free? You know what? If we can uh, focus on getting rid of all the consumer debt, uh, that that surrounds us. You don't have your car debt. You don't have your no clothing. No, no any other debt. Perhaps and still stay with your your bond. Your life will be far much better. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because once you have managed to get out of to get rid of all the debt, you can then start adding significant amount of monies that you can pay into your bond, mm-hmm. and therefore almost cutting your repayment period in half or maybe just cauterize it uh, mm. depending on how much money you have mm. so so c- come the, there's economic crisis or there's whatever happens in the financial market the interest rates go up you are not affected by that at all why because you continue to put an additional amount of money in your bond in fact you might even have savings in that bond you don't have any other debt you can afford the food you can afford to take the children to school. Life is just good. You have a better peace of mind and you enjoy your job much better. So would you then su- suggest that somebody downsizes if they've got a car, maybe drive a smaller car to, in, in, in exactly. order to put more money into the bond, maybe cut Absolutely. out cut out the, the, the clothing shops and make sure that at least only once a year you go to the clothing shop? What sort of cuttings yeah. and savings should, should one do? You know what? Do how many how many times do we really need to step into all the clothing shops? I mean, every single season the color changes, shadow. Mm. I, mean, I don't know what colors are coming now, <laughs> or I haven't been to the shops. I don't know in donkey years, but but I mean, 
now it's, got, it's like summer. Okay, we, we're going into what? Uh, winter very soon. Mm-hmm. You'll start seeing the shops changing the colors. And they, when they change colors, they add more credit onto your card. Come, you are a golden customer. You mean so much to us. We'll give you a red carpet treatment. We'll give you three grand extra that you can use to buy uh, because you deserve it. You spoil yourself. You work so hard. And then somebody else comes and say, you need your legal insurance. You need your, your whatever other cover. Everybody is just fleecing you of your own money. And sometimes you, you think, do I actually, you need legal cover. When are you going to get into trouble? Are you planning to be into trouble, to get into trouble? You know? Even Desmond, Dube, taking, even Desmond Dube is there while you're watching Generations saying to you, you're going to die. <laughs> hey, come on. I mean, honestly, you know, and sometimes, and, 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 and some of these um, insurances that they ask us to buy on TV, I see a lot of people who, who, who know very little about it and they will buy it. And, and I'm not saying people must not buy these things if it makes them feel secure. But what they don't want to find out is that when somebody is in hospital, these things might not actually pay you until you get out of hospital hmm. and you can only submit the claim then. When are you going to have the money to actually pay while you are in hospital? It, things like that. And then they get very, very disappointed because those things don't deliver on, on what they thought the TV promised them. Now, when we so, come, you know, it's, we, yeah, we need to choose very carefully what we need in our lives. And, and our caller mentioned what government ought to be doing or was making a suggestion of oh, yeah. how government can, mention, can step in. Yes. Mention that um, these people who are paying off debt, like uh, debt counselors, they charge a percentage, mm-hmm. uh, a certain percentage of money to administer your debt and stuff like that. Think about it. You are in your post right now, um, you are getting paid. Who would want to do or try and sort out my, my financial mess mm. for, for nothing? Yes. There is nothing. Unfortunately, there is nothing that does not cost money except for love. <laughs> you know, <there's laughs> even, even then, even then, you may need to pay some or part of some money. Yeah, well, nah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they, everything. There's a cost to everything. That's what people do not understand. The, the, even the, the payment system. Somebody to come up with a payment system that distributes these monies to different uh, uh, financiers. That also costs money. So, unfortunately, you, you know, you get yourself in such a big mess. You need to understand that it's going to cost you far much more to okay. get out of this. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest, Winnie Gunane, money psychologist and Sowetan money columnist, and we're trying to get you out of debt or help you find ways to get out of debt. And we're talking about the debt-free dream that, that uh, and the programs that Winnie Gunane offers on that. We started talking, Winnie, about... Um, you know the 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 debt reviews and 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 counseling how does one find them and how do you know that they kosher because we've read uh we've read articles where people have been paying monies but they not forwarded to their creditors um so how how do you identify or find what you think is 
Oh, um, I think we've just lost Winnie. I think we've just lost her. But in the meantime, I'm happy to take your calls on 0892102010 if you'd really like to talk to Winnie because our, our, our situations are different. they crafted differently. So um, you may have a unique situation that you'd like to talk to her about. At the end of the show, obviously, we'll give you her details and how you can reach her. And I know it's a difficult conversation to have when we start talking about money. It becomes very personal and uh, we all very very um, embarrassed sometimes to talk about money but Winnie thank you for, for staying on the line with us I, I just was asking about uh, re- debt review and counselling people how does one identify them how does one find them we've read that some of them keep the monies and don't you know do what they promise to do is, is, yes. is, it, is it something that's easy to find yes usually the government has got a, a regulatory body the national credit regulator mm-hmm. It is the job of the national credit regulator to regulate the debt counselors. And if you have an issue with them, you can report the issue with the national credit regulator. They're usually very useful and they're very helpful as well. Mm -hmm. And if you are looking for a debt counselor near your area, you can always call them and ask them because they always have a database of all the registered uh, and and, and proper standing debt counselors. Mm. So... That, that should actually not be a problem. Or if people have a problem, they can contact me on, at the dream at winnikunene.co.za and I can then maybe help direct them to the NCR or help them direct them to people that I know. Now, how do corporates, and if they can participate in helping your debt-free status, um, because some people have garnishing orders and, and those kinds of things, and that gets very confusing because nobody knows how they work, but eventually somebody doesn't have their full salary. Um, and and can the company in, uh, can their company intervene? Or can they be part of, of the counseling sessions? How, how do we expect corporates to assist their employees? Um, corporates can assist their employees. Um, it depends on, on what they want to do as far as um, their help is concerned. You know, um, when, what I usually do, I, I go to companies and I help. I do help groups of people to actually um, get the, the finances sorted out. But... Um, Others don't really want to get involved, but they, they are willing to let you uh, talk to their staff members about it if they are indebted. But what I've noticed is that uh, some people don't, don't like talking at the workplace. People would rather uh, settle their issues with me outside of their workplace because mm-hmm. it's less embarrassing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And because it is, it's, that is shameful, it's embarrassing, and you feel small, you feel humiliated. Um, but that's the mindset. That that's the mindset. That's the yeah. mindset that's bothering and that finds people in debt in the first place. Because yeah. money, when people don't have money, they feel embarrassed. They don't want to talk about it, and they want to pretend that it is there and it's it's working for them. Exactly. And I think that's one of the biggest problems we have. That's why people are in debt because they're living beyond their means, so that yeah. other friends see them as you know being able to afford certain things. You know, the funniest thing, just um, today, I just uh, dropped an email to uh, a lady I, I helped about 18 months ago, and I just wanted to find out. She's just one of those, um, not earning a lot, uh, around 13, 15,000 rand or so, has a house, a car, the child is a model free school, is living the life, the clothes, the whole thing that she wants, she has, including paying for uh, parents' funerals and mm-hmm. all that, and loans next up credit card you name it 
And and I told her that, you know, you're going to have to get rid of the stuff that is sellable. And, and actually, if I were to humbly recommend is that you go back to Soweto and rent a room, which that's what you can afford right now. She looked at me and she told me straight in my face, you are out of your mind. Can't live back in Soweto. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Let's talk to Hazel from Gauteng. Hello, Hazel. Welcome. Good day, dear. How are you? Good, thank you. Let's hear what your story is. Uh, actually, sorry, I was working. I'm a disabled lady, right? I'm blind. So I'm not working anymore. I do have accounts in, you know, uh, certain chain stores. And now that I've got a very big problem, I can't pay back my debts. And I don't know on which way to, you know, come out of it because I'm, my only income is my disability grant. And I've got two grandkids, their mother is late. I have to support them, support my son and myself. Hmm. Winnie? Right. Look, you know, it's a, it's a tough world that we're living in, hey? Um, the reality is, you've, she's got the accounts. Hmm. She took the stuff from people. Hmm. And the people, the businesses, is expecting their money. Hmm. Whether she's a pensioner or disabled, um, my suggestion is speak to a debt counselor and let let them see what they can do about that. But I doubt if you will actually have free passage just because you are disabled. They will definitely want their money. Hazel, do you know how to get hold of a debt counselor? Uh, no, sweetie. If uh, you could give me some information, I'll be very happy about that. Okay, stay tuned because we will we will give Winnie's information and hopefully she'll put you through to the National Credit Regulator or someone e- equally, um, yeah, in fact, it's the National Credit yeah, Regulator. Yeah, if she can give me a phone, like a, a contact number by telephone, then that'll be fine because it's the only way I can contact people. Okay, no, we'll, we'll, give, you, we'll give you a telephone at the end of the show, Winnie's telephone. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, she can, yeah, she can talk to me. No thank problem. you, Hazel. Um, okay, yeah. Thank you, good Have luck. Have a nice day, bye. Bye. Let's go to Midrin. Chris, hello. Yes, uh, I'd like to find out, how does one choose the option between a debt review and a sequestration in terms of ABM? Winnie? Really? Debt review is a better way to go. Sequestration, you're, you're basically okay. considering yourself to be completely bankrupt. And I think if, I'm, if my memory serves me well, you might have to remain in that status for 10 years. Whereas with a debt review, you can probably finish uh, paying off your debt um, a lot quicker depending on how dedicated and committed you are in the process. And in a short space of time, you can finish your debt and you can get a certificate that you have finished. And that certificate will allow you to go to the credit bureau and get your credit record cleared. Okay. So, and, and, yeah. and it's up to me as an individual. As soon as I finish paying a debt, then I need to go to, to the credit regulator and say, this is what I've done, even though I've still got others uh, outstanding. Yes, yeah. Because also, you know, if you work well with your debt counselor, um, they can notify you that you're doing well, especially if you keep uh, asking for your balances and stuff like that. You can actually see and uh, you can find out from them how you can uh, go through the process because they will probably request a letter of clearance from the creditor that you are now finished paying your debt Mm -hmm. and you can take that letter and then um, apply to the credit bureau to, to clear your name as far as that account is concerned. Okay, Abdul, welcome. Uh, Winnie's listening. Hi. Hi. Uh, yes, I wanted to ask a question regarding the whole uh, n- n- debt and stuff. 
Um, when, when someone actually does have debt and he has uh, found a way to actually make payment arrangements, but it, but it does still reflect on your credit record, right? Now, how does one, like, for example, like, because nowadays when, you, when, you, when you're seeking employment, they do want a clear credit record most of the time. Mm-hmm. So the only thing is now is that if you have made payment arrangements and you, you're willing to clear a record and you're already uh, committed to it, then how does one like get away to actually find employment quicker with, uh, you know, without your credit record affecting you getting employment? Winnie? Can I answer that? Yes. Uh, as far as I can remember, I do stand to be corrected. No one is supposed to... Uh, discriminate against you instead of in, in, actually not give you a job because of your bad credit record. Um, by law, they're not allowed to do that. I know that secretly companies still do it. However, what I have found which is working, especially for somebody who has been to the shops and made arrangements, and if possible, if they can get it in writing, that will be number one. When you go into an interview, declare that upfront you know it is always much much nicer much more transparent what you're doing to your prospective employer you're actually saying i am straightforward i have nothing to hide yes i do have a bad credit record because of xyz but these are the arrangements that i have actually made mm. uh, employers are, are impressed by that instead of them having to investigate and find that out about you it's always much better to actually disclose it but even if, yeah. if even if your position, sorry, sorry, go ahead, Abdul. Um, no, it's just that I'm saying that uh, it, they tend to actually do judge most of the times, and without even you being called in for an interview or anything, they tend to short. They tend to like leave you out of the shortlist, just because they they actually do go ahead and do look at your career record before you even consult with you. And then at the end of the day, you find out that the name you haven't even been shortlisted due to the fact that the your credit card isn't clear. Because like most of the times, when you look at when you look at advertisements on online or on newspapers, you find that they write their clear criminal record and a clear like clear death, which actually does already you know uh, puts a bit of a just moral in you, in which you, now you you think you, I shouldn't actually apply for this. Mm-hmm. But it's, I, it's a tough one, yeah. But we have to keep trying because I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you why. Probably a lot of companies would do that, especially when somebody is working in the financial mm-hmm. sector. Mm-hmm. Um, is that you cannot be working with other people's monies when your own money is, is mm-hmm. actually not sorted out, which mm-hmm. is a, a valid thing. You know, we're all exposed to to certain uh, temptations. But you know what? Do not feel discouraged. You have to continue to do that. However. When you have made your arrangements and you are, you are honest in actually paying and honoring your promises as per the arrangement, remember, the credit bureau records positive and negative information. So if you are not paying, it records it. If you are paying, it records it. So that next time when somebody, whether it's a bank or a shop, you want to take up some credit, next time when they dial up, and find information about you. What shops would want to know about you is your ability to pay and your pattern of paying. Mm-hmm. And and for them, they need to be able to assess the risk as to whether we should give this person the money or our goods and services or not. And the only way they can look at that is through your credit record and your payment pattern. Mm-hmm. And if it's, it's, it's too sporadic and it's it's kind of you pay now and after three months, we only pay after three months. Clearly, you are a high risk 
they can either decide to give you their money or not, mm-hmm. simply because it's their prerogative to make that choice. Thank you, Abdul. Thank you so much. We'll give Winnie's details at the end of the show if you want to continue with your conversation. But Winnie, just before we, we let you go, um, mm. what are the kinds of questions one should be asking themselves, uh, whether they're in trouble or not? What, you know, what sort of questions, uh, am I, you know, am I fine? Do I need these credit cards? Can I, you know, can I borrow from friends or family? Is that when I'm in trouble, really, when I want to borrow from friends and family? Well, that, that's the first thing uh, that people do. Can I borrow from friends and family? Mm. And if they're not lucky enough, then they will probably try the, the other financial institutions. And this is what usually pushes people straight into the arms of Mashonisa, because mm. then they bury themselves almost to death there. Um, they are less fussier, but they charge uh, a small fortune mm. per month mm. for you to actually get the money. But because they're so desperate, they really don't care. Mm-hmm. at what cost they get the money they'll take the money in any case dig themselves a little deeper and be a little bit more depressed uh, almost throughout the whole year but you know people must think forward you know there is nothing that that surpasses just waiting and saving people there is no there is no quick cash that you can raise there's no quick riches there is nothing like that we must just teach ourselves to be disciplined and learn to wait. And being debt-free is so much healthier because when you're in debt, you're so stressed. You're so stressed. Winnie, thank you, darling. Thank you so much for giving us such valuable time. And and how how do people get hold of you? You are on the debt-free dream. I'm on email uh, at thedream at winnegunene.co.za. The dream at winnegunene.co.za. Yeah, and then you can take my number from Hazel to give to that disabled lady. I'd love to talk to her and see if I can refer her to the right place. Okay, and, and mm. must we give her your cell phone number? Do you have an office number? Uh, I've got my cell number. She can give it to her. Okay, all right. Yeah. And then your website, Dead Free Dream? Yes. Huh? yes, that's correct. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you so yes. much, my sister, and thank you for joining us. Eh? Thank you, Sissy. Thank you. Much. You take Bye. care. Bye-bye. That's Winnie Gunen, and I think we all must try, for, for including myself, we all must try to be debt-free by the end of 2015. I think we'll be such happier people.